Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Have you ever noticed that in our own lives, that times when it comes to God, we negotiate with God based on what we want? We negotiate with God on how we are and what would suit us. But is that how God works? I think we all immediately suspect maybe not. Well, I want to have a look at the book of Exodus in chapter 33. And when we read the Old Testament, we get an insight into who God is at times in the way that the writers present him. The people of Israel have been led out of Egypt. They are heading towards the promised land, but they stop along the way in Mount Sinai to worship God. Moses goes up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments. And while he's absent, the people break the first of what will be the Ten Commandments, have no other gods besides me. They make a golden calf. They worship that golden calf as being the one that's delivered them. And God is a jealous God. God doesn't like that. And Moses comes down and he corrects the people, smashes the Ten Commandments, and then goes back up to God. And Moses negotiates with God on behalf of himself and on behalf of the people of Israel. He asked God to be gracious, to be merciful to the people of Israel who have done wrong. Then he says to God, God, can I see you? He says to God, can I see your face? Can I see who you are? And in Exodus chapter uh, 33, verse 19, we read God's response. And God said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, Moses. And will proclaim before you the name of the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Again, I will make all of my goodness pass before you, Moses. I will proclaim before you the name of the Lord. And I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. He says to Moses in terms of his request, can I see you? Uh, I'll make my goodness pass before you. Uh, I'll make that pass before you. And as I pass by, I'll say, this is the Lord, because you won't have any other option but to see it that way. And then he says, I, I will, what does it say? He says, I will be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. God is the one who determines who is blessed. God is the one who determines who he is merciful and gracious toward. In other words, we can't come to God and say, God, on my terms, I will love you. On my terms, I will follow you. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. We have to walk the journey of bringing ourselves around to being, on God, to being in the presence of God where God's mercy and God's goodness and God's kindness is meted out to us because God desires that. Because God has a standard of, of, of purity. God has a standard of behavior. God has a standard way that we are meant to live our life. And we don't come to God and we can't negotiate with God and we can't say to God, God, in the future I'll be better. We can't say that. Uh, what we can say is, God, I throw myself on your mercy. I throw myself on your kindness. I throw myself on your goodness. Be merciful be loving toward me. And so we have to comply with God's standard, not our standard. We have to comply in the sense of strive after the holiness and perfection that God calls us to. 
rather than we turn around and say to God, God, let's do it on my terms, what I want. That's what we call the Lordship of Jesus, isn't it? Making Jesus the Lord of our life is to say, Lord, I want your will more than I want my will in, in my life. I know for a long time in my life, I would say to God, God, well, I'll be good. I'll do my best. I'll, I will, I will uh, try this way and that'll be good enough for you because you're merciful and you're kind and you're loving and you're going, oh, look at Bruce, isn't he being a good boy? And, 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 and that will be enough. But it doesn't work like that. What I need to do, what we need to do is to discover God's beauty, his perfection, uh, his awesome ways. And we need to throw ourselves before God and say, be merciful to me, be loving toward me. Because it is out of God's graciousness and God's goodness that he is turned toward us. And so we come before God in humility. We come before God uh, recognizing that it is the Lord who reaches us. And so read this again. It says, I will make all my goodness pass before you, Moses, uh, and will proclaim before you the, the name the Lord. And I'll be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. It's dependent on what God chooses. We don't get the choice but rather it's God's choice towards us, God says to Moses. And so, yes, I may bless the people of Israel. I may not bless the people of Israel, but the choice is mine. Now, we know that God is a loving God and God's desire is to bless us and to draw us to relationship. And that's why we come before God in prayer. That's why we come before God always turning from those things that we do wrong, asking his forgiveness and asking him to bless us where we are. So we keep turning toward God. We throw ourselves on the mercy of God, the love of God, the care of God. And we know that God's inclination is toward us. As it says, uh, God made us out of an act of sheer goodness because he loves us. God seeks relationship with us, but is on God's terms, not our terms. And so we need to discover those terms and we do that through prayer, through listening to the teaching of the church, through reading the scriptures, and so we throw ourselves before God. It's fascinating that God's mercy and graciousness is up to him. Because for a long time, I thought it was up to me. If I was a good boy, that was all that God wanted. But it's not that. It is that God's love and mercy and graciousness and goodness has turned to us. And so we place ourselves before him. And we know that his inclination is toward us. Well, yesterday in the Daily Devotional, I talked about a new book that I have just released called Radical Forgiveness. And uh, re recently, this come from a, comes from a talk that I've given, and I recently gave this talk only a couple of nights ago, actually, to a group of people. And at the end of it, uh, we, had, we celebrated the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which Catholics would know what that is, um, and uh, the Sacrament of Confession. And afterwards, I talked to one of the number of priests that were there helping me in the sacrament of, with the Sacrament of Reconciliation as we did this service. And, and a priest uh, said to me, he was very visibly moved. And he said to me, he said, he said of the 10 people that I, I was with in the sacrament, he said nine of them before they sat, he said, were already crying. And he said, I couldn't help, but it affected me so deeply as these people so sincerely turned to God and threw themselves on the mercy of God. And he said, that talk you gave called Radical Forgiveness, he said that I heard you give tonight, which is what is based on this. He said, so opened people up to the presence of God. 
Well, I would love everybody to be able to read this. And, and, and so when you support our ministry, uh, I, I just, I'll just send this to you. I don't sell books. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in doing is getting the gospel to as many people as I can. So for your gift that covers the cost of mail and, and the printing of it, and any above that that you give, that you choose to give, we will be able to get this to as many people as possible because I want to be able to give it to as many people as possible. And I'm really grateful to all those, uh, all those who help us. Uh, some people give way more in order that we can get far more to more people. Uh, so you choose how much you want to give uh, above the postage and the handling of it and uh, printing of it. Uh, you can go to this address uh, or you can go to the gift tab. And uh, I pray that radical forgiveness will touch you. And another priest I met who came out of the sacrament after celebrating it after I had given this talk was weeping himself. And he said, in all my life, I've never met people who have more profoundly turned to God than they did today after listening to this talk. I pray that it blesses you very much. Loving Father, I give you thanks and I give you praise today that you are good. Allow us to throw ourselves on your mercy and love. You are inclined toward us, but it's your choice, not ours. You dictate, not us, but your love is toward us, Lord God, and we know that you seek to come to us. And so we turn to you, we turn our lives to you in this Lenten time. May we experience you more powerfully. And Father, we ask this in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.